Okay, it's uh, time for Erica Lindbeck. For the first uh, time. The first time mm, ever, right? Not the first time. No, <laughs> not, not so much. Uh, we actually tried to record one of these two days ago, and I, again, I don't know if I wasn't clear, but uh, I thought we were both recording our own audio, uh, but you were not, I found out, at the end. I wasn't, I because I'm not a professional podcaster. Mm, I am not either. Uh, uh, but mm, debatable. Uh, no, I'm not getting paid for this. Well, <laughs> not really. So anyway, uh, long story short, this is the <clears throat> second run we're doing this. But uh, no pressure. We just have to make sure this is just as entertaining, just as good, as, and as engaging as the first one that nobody got riveting to hear. and titillating as well. Mm. But now we have, I asked people on Twitter for questions and topics, so now we have two different uh, tweets with all sorts of responses. So, so many. If we run out of things to talk about, uh, it's on you, I think. Me specifically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh good. No pressure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what would you like to start with? I'm going to let you take the reins on this. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Senpai. Yeah, so- no problem, Kohai. Uh, so, whoops, uh, who is an uh, internet streaming streamer friend of mine, uh, mm-hmm. asks, do you have any funny facts or stories from Yakuza se- the Yakuza 7 recordings um, or mm-hmm. Yakuza 7 trivia in general we, w- we wouldn't know? And I know that you are a longtime fan of Yakuza, Sangwon. Yes. Uh, I, I, the, the only really funny story I have regarding Yakuza is the character that I just voiced um, in the newest Yakuza game, which was the kink nurse, um, mm-hmm, like the, ba- mm-hmm. the baby kink nurse. So, and that was hilarious because I walked in as, as usual, didn't know what I was doing. I've worked sure. with Sega quite a bit and I just thought it was kind of hilarious that they looked at this specific character and went, Lindbeck will do this. And they were <laughs> right. I did. I, I dove in head first. I mean, I was really excited. So, yeah. Did you know that Patrick was going to be the baby? No, I didn't, and I was so, so that happy. Was a, that was a wonderful surprise afterwards. Oh, anytime, anytime I get to play against someone like Pat or just even a friend, you know, right? Like even like you and me being in Grand Blue Versus is awesome. Like getting to mm. talk, you know, it's just it's just always uber uber fun. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. When I saw that clip, I was like, hell yeah! Like mm-hmm. it's so, so funny. Glad. And I and if I'm correct, it's based on an old mission from an older Yakuza game. Correct? If I'm yes, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. The, the the adult babies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I I said to you before, Yakuza Zero, you should absolutely play it. One because it's a great game, and two so you can apologize to Majima, uh, because in our rating anime wives and husbands stream, you insulted Majima. Yes. Uh, who is one of the sexiest video game characters of all time. He looks Especially like Especially sp- in Zero. I think he looks spooky. I think you are not necessarily wrong, but that's part of his appeal. He's, part of his appeal is that he looks like a spooky man? Like, what? Like, like in, in Zero, you think he really looks like a spooky man? <laughs> in, the you, picture, you, you, in the pictures you showed me. He looks I showed like, you him in a, in a tuxedo with a pony, like a eye patch and ponytail. You showed hot. me. You showed me the best that Majima had to offer. That was the best. He's spooky. Yeah, but that's part of the appeal. Is that he's like, ooh, like he's kind of a bad boy. You like your bad boys. You have such bad taste in anime boys. <laughs> and then and then the Majima is the one you're like too spooky. Yeah, too spooky for you. Yeah, he is too spooky for me. You I like think... Alucard. Yeah, but I don't want to like. 
Alucard wouldn't, is not a good husbando. Like, I can recognize that. Okay. okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Kakashi is an, would be a good partner. Sure. Um, but, but you, I don't, but you mm, I listen, see. listen, sometimes it's all about the personality. So maybe if I played Yakuza Zero, I would also fall in love with Majima and I would be like, he, he may be a spooky boy, but he's my spooky boy. I think that's how everybody feels because okay. Majima has this reputation in the other games as being like this kind of like almost Joker-esque, like kind of crazy character. Mm-hmm. But in Zero, he's much more grounded. This is before oh. he like sort of not snaps, but sort of just goes wild. So he's still, like, very, he's still very grounded, very, like, but he has a bad boy edge to him. Like, there's two characters in that game, and Kiryu's, like, the very straight-laced one, the main Mm -hmm. guy, and then the other guy is Majima, who's, like, the more fun one. Even though they're both fun. Does Majima have abs? Does he have abs? Oh, oh, okay. Can you see pictures right now? Yeah, you can, yeah, you can drop me one if you'd like. Okay. So let me show you some choice picks. Is this whole podcast going to be just you selling me on Majima? Is that I mean, I mean, kinda, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I feel like, okay, so first off, you thought this guy was not hot. I'm just going to show you a picture. Just default zero. Where, 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 do, I, where do I send these? Discord. DMs? Discord. No, Discord. Discord. Okay, Discord. Yeah, okay. just in the chat. This is Majima. No. Why not? You don't like eye patches? No, I okay. You know, canonically, I love eye patches. It's not then the eye patch. I love Kakashi. I love Dimitri. I love a good eye patch. It's he looks okay. so he looks spooky. Okay, How, <laughs> uh, let me find him. Let me find him shirtless for you. Oh, here's okay. Oh, well, here he is. Okay, maybe not him stabbing a guy. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's see. Let's do. Okay, here's just a nice. Here he is, no shirt on. Uh, bam. I'm. No. No, I'm sorry. He just doesn't. He just doesn't tickle my pickle. Well, if if, if you ever do play the yeah. game, which I do think you should, it's actually yeah. very fun. Okay. Uh, your pickle will be tickled. I promise. Okay. Well, I thank you. I trust you. Yeah. No, um, everyone falls in love with that character when they. Yeah. Play well, that it game. seems like it because every nobody agreed with me. I got I got just absolutely canceled on the internet for not liking Majima. Actually, your editor Jay. One of the questions he posed was, "Why does she hate Majima?" But we already covered it, so that's it's good. a valid question. But yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, okay. next, actually, we were talking about who would actually be a good partner, and like the fact that I recognize Alucard from Helsing is would not necessarily be a good partner. Um, mm. My friend Jenny Yokobori says, "Werewolves versus Mothman. Who is the better partner?" I right. think I think Mothman, just because he's softer. He's a softer boy. What is Mothman? actually supposed to look like well there's is there, 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 is, there is there no actual like canonical image of him there honestly isn't um he's just like a, f- a fluffy moth boy he's kind of wh- however you imagine him to be but werewolves are generally i feel more aggressive than a yeah. mothman would be mm-hmm. i feel like mothman would be more attentive to my needs um mothman also is not canonically like super aggressive werewolves are werewolves will rip you to shreds like once a month they will go out and they will what's just... mothman's deal what mothman actually as a cryptid is seen as a harbinger of death so people who see mothman like i think i think for example uh one of the quote-unquote mothman sightings was on a bridge at one point i think up in the mm. northeast that the br- you know the, someone saw the mothman and then like a week later the bridge toppled to the ground like one of the like that Ah, I see. see so as I long see. as you're not there later, exactly. you're good. You're fine. Right. You're fine. Like, Mothman's not going to chase you through the forest and, and kill you like a werewolf would or or a wendigo. Although, if we're talking about 
cryptids I would be attracted to when it's a Wendigo, but not the Until Dawn Wendigos. I feel like they've besmirched the good name of Wendigos. I'm talking. I'm about really the, not super familiar with Wendigos in general. What what's a Wendigo? Uh, they're 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 cryptids. You can you can Google Google them. It, it, I feel like the 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 Wendigo waters have been muddied. My first exposure to Wendigos was they have like animal skull masks on their uh, on their faces, and uh, okay. they're like tall, kind of creepy. Um, you think yeah. this is hotter than a werewolf? I mean, it depends on the werewolf, but yeah, oh. werewolves werewolves are super aggro too. You know, are well, Wendigos so, so not? Went, no, Wendigos are, but they just don't have like sharp. Well, the ones that I that I like, I don't. I was have, like, like the ones sharp. that you've met. I was like the, the, the ones Wendigos, that I know. The ones the Wendigos that I'm best friends with, Sungwon. Yeah. Um, they they just aren't aren't quite as like ag- aggro as a uh, as a werewolf. They're malevolent, cannibalistic. It seems pretty aggressive to me. It, uh, yes, in in theory, <laughs> in theory, yes. <laughs> its influence is said to invoke acts of murder, insatiable mm. greed, and cannibalism. Mm, but yeah. listen, you do you. If you, you. you want to eat people or whatever, <laughs> I guess I guess that's fine. I just I don't um, even I just want to be chased through a forest. By I think this fucker would chase you through a forest. Absolutely. Oh yeah, no, totally. And so would a werewolf. Absolutely. Mm, but that's why Mothman between those is the partner. I understand. The, yeah, absolutely. It's it's Mothman, like a Mothman protect. He Kakashi, protect yeah, the, like Kakashi protect, Alucard attack. It's kind of the same mm, thing. Yeah. I see. Okay. One thing I thought that was actually pretty interesting last time was the idea of um we were talking about characters that are because what reminded me was when you came into Yakuza, I didn't know what to expect, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes you go doing a thing not knowing what to expect. And sometimes the character is very challenging. Or, um, like, I was talking about, for example, characters that, uh, none that have been announced yet. But I have played a couple characters that have been uh, sort of evil and not a fun way. Just like mm-hmm. a bad person. Like a... Mm-hmm. Like a an abusive person or, you know, something to that effect. And then I think we were talking about what it's, you know, how do you approach a character that is in any sort of different ways challenging? And mm. I think you had a pretty good example when I brought this up. Uh, Yeah, I, I can't, I'm, I'm not quite, uh, was I talking about like Futaba and Magilu? Were those the ones? Those were the ones you brought up at first, which, go ahead, yeah, feel free to discuss them first. I'll remind you of the character you Yeah, because I honestly can't remember. Um. But uh, but yeah, it, it, this wasn't really. I don't play a lot of. I would say like quote unquote evil characters or psychologically super nefarious characters. But I do think with specifically Magilu and Futaba, um, keeping an outlandish character grounded is a, a difficult task, um, especially mm. when you're doing something vocally that's really different from what you generally um, sound like, and sure. then. The other thing was, I think with Magilu and Futaba specifically, I was pulling up a lot of things about myself that I didn't necessarily like, and using them mm. in order to um, in order to serve the character. Um, like for for Magilu, I think it was kind of the um, the fact that she she she's a, a parody of herself. She she jokes about everything, um, and it's mm. it's all a defense mechanism. Or with Futaba, the agoraphobia, the sensory overload. You know, just things things that I've experienced in my life that are hard to sometimes like talk about or bring to the surface. But I think it's very therapeutic and cathartic. So, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, the character you brought up last time, you also brought up those characters, but, yeah. uh, was, uh, from Berserk. 
Oh my gosh, yes. I ta- Okay, there we go. So yeah. I voiced uh, Farnese, or Farnes as some people call her, in mm-hmm. Berserk. And um, that, she goes through a lot. Uh, I think, I, I mean, she's straight up, you know, she's like masturbating on a sword, begging Guts to cut her in half, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. uh, it, it, it's it's a lot. Um, and Farn- Farnes also um, is... She, uh, I don't. I don't think she's a wholly bad character. I just think she's really fucked up. Um, oh yeah, yeah, no, she's yeah. a fascinating character. Yeah, she's. Like, oh my god, so fat. Her relationship also with Serpico, I love and I think is so interesting. And Max Middleman actually voices Serpico, who's one of a really good friend of mine who I get cast against quite often, and that was really really cool to play off of him mm. uh, for that. But yeah, but yeah, exactly. Like you just have to dig into some parts of yourself that you might not necessarily like, but are there. Sure. And, and in a way you're almost telling them that they're okay, that they're okay. And, and I'm going to use, I'm going to use that for my art. And mm. in a way there's like a, a strange uh, piece in that. I don't know that I find. Yeah. Mm. I was saying last time it was interesting. I, cause you brought up Farnese and mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually just read that part mm-hmm. or that whole section uh, recently because I'm I'm reading the Berserk manga now for the first mm. time. Um, now I'm just curious: is that was that the CG series or yeah. a movie or CG, okay? Yeah, it was a CG um, series. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen any of the animated stuff, but yeah. I know there's like the original and there's movies and there's like mm-hmm. another series. Okay. Yeah, but some, sometimes I also I also feel like not everyone can play those kinds of characters, and it's not an indictment on what people can do, uh, you know, mm. acting wise. But you just kind of have to have it in you to be able to do scenes like that convincingly. You can you just have to be willing to go for it. I'm sure you understand that. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Like on my end, um, I've played a couple of um, uh, abuse, I, I, abusive fathers, mm. uh, and. Uh, it's not a, it's not like a fun role to come into. Yeah, right? it's not like, like a oh, fun boy. bad guy. It's yeah, like yeah, it's a, yeah, mm. it's like you don't get to have fun with it. Yeah. Instead, you have to take it very seriously because you know, uh, you don't want to make light of you know something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, it's a traumatic thing. It, it's really you know evil behavior, and so going into that. Um, it, the way I have to approach it is, um, as bad as this person is, like, where are they coming from? And usually a lot of, you know, as it's conveyed in the dialogue or whatever, a lot of it is like their own self-loathing for themselves and their own mm-hmm. insecurities and them lashing out against a target, right? Yeah. Which doesn't justify their actions at all, but mm. you have to kind of like, like, understand that this character is not just like a cartoonish force, Right, like yeah, it's not just like he's he. There's no motivation behind his actions, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's not justification. Order, it's motivation. That's a it's good motivation exactly. Yeah. And in order in order to ground it, in order to make it like you have to understand not not uh tolerate, but understand like that's where as an actor you have to go in and okay, yeah, no, a lot of this is just toxic, uh, mishandling of you know. Uh, your own self-loathing and your own expectations and whatever, mm-hmm. and targeting somebody else for it. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's always interesting. Like I'll, whenever I am called in to do a character like that, uh, um, it is it is a very 
uh, I think as an acting exercise, I think it's very valuable, even oh. if it's not like mm. super fun. I don't get to be like, hey, guys, I can fan favorite. No, <laughs> this character is here to be hated. But, yeah. you know, you have to, that's 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 the job sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, we also kind of talked about last time uh, and, uh, and I thought this was kind of funny characters. What are characters that now I'll audition for whatever they give me, right? Mm-hmm. But there are certain types of characters I'm like, they're not gonna fucking cast me as this. Mm-hmm. Like, and for me, it's always the the plucky young. Uh, <laughs> I think I described them as virgin hero. The oh, like uh, the 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 main young thirteen year old sword wielding JRPG hero. That's mm-hmm. that's not gonna be me, and I. I don't mind. I don't think those characters seem very interesting to play, but maybe they, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, that's not fair to say. I'm sure that, I'm sure they're satisfied. For some people, listen, you know, I, I personally would prefer to play a juicier side character than a main. Yes, Uh, same here. Yeah. uh, You know, it's some, some, you know, uh, the, the, the virgin hero is some people's shot of whiskey and that's great. Um, Mm. and that's what they like to do. Um, but I, I, I agree with you. I don't know. Um, I, I feel like for me, I just don't have, I have a kind of weird sound because I don't sound old enough to play a mom generally, but also I'm, I'm kind of in between. I actually sound basically my age. Um, I can skew Mm. up or down a little bit, but I do feel a weird sort of like, I, I call it like my lady voice. Like my lady voice only goes up to a, to a certain age, depending on what, you know, video game or animation you're working on. Sure, and then sure. I can't, I just can't, I, maybe in, you know, in 10 years, hopefully I'll, mm. I'll, I'll get there. But, um, but yeah, I almost feel like sometimes I, I tow this like weird middle ground. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't feel super at home in like children's animation either. Those, the, those reads make me, which it says the girl who did Barbie for two years. It's hilarious, <laughs> but I've never felt super comfortable with that. I always like, like for example, uh, I feel very comfortable in the world of cyberpunk, which just came out today, and I'm in that. Like those mm. gritty cinematic worlds are really where I feel like I do my best work and where I feel most comfortable. What about something like um, Thundercats? Oh, well, see, that was funny, and mm. comedy is uh, is something that I feel also very at home with. Sure, sure. So, you know, and, and a children's, quote unquote, children's animation that... You're talking like young kids stuff. Yeah, like, like yeah, where are we okay. going to go today, Mr. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I see. Yeah, gotcha. I, I I like to play smart characters. Mm, <laughs> mm, I see. Or at least characters that think they're smart. There you go. Or at least characters that have some depth to them, right? Y- yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. See anything on there you thought would yeah. be interesting? Any 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 topics? Yeah, Demfear asks if you could choose to have a lifetime worth of experience in one thing, what would it be mm-hmm. and why? Okay, I right. say, I say something athletic like um, parkour or something like that. That would mm. be cool. There's so many right. options though. As an embarrassment of riches, I mean, geez. Yeah, and uh, my answer to that would be. Uh, uh, learning a language, specifically Korean, uh, mm-hmm. so that I can uh, actually, you know, no longer shame my family. No, I mean, I, I can understand it well, and I can speak it poorly, but uh, mm. it would be very valuable um, if I could just, bam, uh, learn it. Um, mm. Are there any other, besides languages, is there anything you wish you could just, bam, you know this now? 
Uh, ooh. I'll, I'll go. I'll go first yeah, if you need you go. thinking. Yeah. You know, watching the Matrix. Have you seen the Matrix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know he get, and Leo gets to just like suddenly learn kung fu or learn karate, mm. learn learning yeah. different like uh, self defense things just instantly mm. yeah. and becoming a fucking just <laughs> not that I'm gonna do it, but I could right a like John Wick murder machine. Yeah, uh, that'd be kind of cool. I yeah. would not. I would not hate to know how like eighty different ways to defend myself. Oh, I I 100% agree. I 100%. Well, I think think I'm really on the athletics thing because I just started kickboxing a few months ago. And Mm. I love it so much that I'm like, whoa, what if I'd been doing this for years? So what would I, Mm. what kind of skills would I have? Yeah. I would okay. I would also love the ability to yeet anybody who tried to hurt me or like my family or my friends. Sure. That'd be that'd be nice. Any non-physical stuff that you think would be cool? I mean, like, oh, oh, if I knew everything about like Greco-Roman art history, that'd be great. If I just knew mm. everything. Yeah. I was almost I almost did an art history minor. Well, what's what's stopping you? Oh, wow. Um myself, my mm. own my own perceived limitations, Sungwon. That's what it is. And and I my see. my crippling addiction to Dead by Daylight. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything else on there? Mm. Oh, I like this one. Tom Cat Vickers says, what would you both consider to be your most iconic role of your career so far? And then what's your perfect dream franchise or project that you'd love to work on in the future? Um, I would say for me, as far as iconic roles would maybe Futaba uh Mm -hmm. from Persona 5 um maybe like I feel like Jesse from FF7 has become kind of I I hate to say like iconic but for me like within the within the realm of my career I think it's very fair to say that that character is iconic yeah Uh, um yeah and then I I would probably also say for me I, I I really loved working on Spider-Man PS4. I did Black Cat, which who in in the in the scope of the game was not a huge character, but I feel like she packed a big punch and I got to do her facial capture on a PCAP stage and I'm really mm. proud of my performance as her. So yeah. Uh, as far as a what's your perfect dream franchise? I would probably say an Assassin's Creed game would be awesome just cuz I lo- uh, two two three revelations really shaped my gaming taste, I think as a child. I'll get back to you on that. My iconic characters are Flack for sure. Um, I think we were we were talking last time about like uh, what character did you play where you noticed a shift, and for you mm. it was Futaba, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for me it was Flack for sure. Mm. Um, Flack and then Hyodo uh, in Agretsuko uh, was another yeah. big one, and then um, Vasaraga has a big fan base as well. Uh, and then my dream franchise is Ace Attorney. Now, yeah. uh, Ace Attorney is a big one for me. Now, I have a question for you. Two sure. questions for you. In Assassin's Creed, what role do you want to play? Oh, I just a um, female protagonist assassin. God, yeah. you want to be the lead. The, the, I want the, to be the. You want to be hero. the assassin. I want no, no, to be no. In Assassin's Creed, in Assassin's Creed, it's cool to be the main character. Yeah, exactly. I am not. I am not hating on people playing main characters. Like, oh, no, no, you know, Flack, oh, no, Flack's no, no. a main character. Yeah. Uh, there's just some. There's just like a certain JRPG. And listen, mm-hmm. this is no shade on actors who play a lot of these characters. Listen, no, God, no, not at all. Make that bank. And also, you're you know, you're know getting a lot of lines. Like, if you are mm-hmm. young, young shonen uh, sword boy, like, 
That sword boy, B O I boy. You're on the you're on the damn cover. You're gonna get the figures. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But um. No, in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that's absolutely like a, mm-hmm. a cool. Uh, especially you you yeah. get a ton of lines and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's a now, lot of work. That's the thing. Like some things that fans don't really care about are what are what pay the bills, which I think is funny. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, like like my commercial work or my you know doing incidentals and ABC game. Like there's so much work that I do that I never even talk about. Sure, um, sure. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, now, I wanted to take a second actually to talk about yeah, what's up you and your career and how it's gone. And I think you've you I think maybe you said you've discussed this on previous podcasts, but I think it's been really interesting as your friend these last few years. To watch you, uh, sort of morph over, and and I know you've you've always been a voice actor. That's always mm. what you wanted to do professionally, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and watching like Borderlands happen and Agretzko and uh, like Grand Blue and and all the other things that you've been on. I th- I've noticed a, a shift. You kind of went, you know, in so many words, like, here I am, bitch. Like, look, this is what I can do. <laughs> sure. And it was, and because it's so easy for people to want to put you in a box, right? Like, right. Uh, your, your, your years before that, in addition to the voiceover stuff, had been a lot of YouTube stuff, and you garnered a lot of well, well-deserved recognition for that. And so mm-hmm. watching you kind of almost, in a sense, claw your way out of the box and go, uh-uh, fuck you. I, mm. This is what this is what I want to do, and this is this is what my passion is. Has been super cool. I'm just really I'm just really proud of you, and it's, it's been really cool to watch. Well, I appreciate that, and I I yeah. think um, you know we 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 kind of touched on this in our previous conversation, but it's like you know I think a lot of a lot of voice actors have not even people who are known for YouTube, but just until they're known for like until they get their first quote unquote big character. You know, they kind of feel that like struggle. Like yeah. no one really recognizes me for my work. No one really knows who I am. I yeah. want to know. And there's nothing wrong with that because yeah, if you get you know a higher profile thing, you'll start to get more you know recognition yeah. and more and more work potentially. And um, I said this. I said this in regards to you know I did a lot of press after FF Seven came out with Jesse and people were you know saying were you 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 must have been so excited and of course I was excited but. I had been on FF7 for five years or four and a half to five years before we even started recording for the game because I had to do a trailer as Jesse back in 2015. And at that time, I was super happy. But also, you know, so much can go wrong. I didn't. It's one thing for to to be to be cast in a big video game or, or, or what have you, an animation, whatever. It's another thing for that game to get made. It's another thing for you to keep the character. It's mm. another thing for the game to get good reviews. And it's a whole other thing for your freaking character to be a fan favorite. So, yeah. and all of those things are out of my control, you know? Right, so, right. so I didn't get excited until that thing was out and the reviews were yeah, in. And the reviews and are out. Liked, yeah. <laughs> and people were like, oh my God, Jesse's so great. And of course it was like, it's not even, it sucks to say, but... It's almost not excitement. It's just relief. It's yeah. just like, yes. no, it's no. just relief. I totally know? know what you mean. I was <laughs> like, man, if, if Borderlands 3 turns out to be one that just sucks ass and nobody plays it, oh, I mean, I'm so proud of the work I did, but yeah. that would be a bummer. Like, you know, there's yeah. so much work was put into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you want, you know, I, I you know, you, the work is what's most fun, but... You want people to enjoy that work, you know. You yeah. want people. You want it to, you know, not only for your sake, but for you know the writers, the director, the engineer, you know, just for mm-hmm. that work to be shared with an audience as you know as much as possible. That way, people can see the fruits of the whole team, sort of. Yeah, labor. and and the thing is, um, 
I, I, I think what we do is really important. I, I kind of view it as a, it's icing on a cupcake, right? Like the, like icing's not going to save a cupcake, but icing mm-hmm. can be, can, can really enhance a cupcake. And, mm. and I'm not, uh, the, the other thing is, you know, we get the accolades and or the flack uh, mm. when it comes to video games a lot of times because we're the ones that are more forward facing. Um, sure. And, and it's so funny because all of us have sounded bad in video games. Like mm-hmm. every, every, every person has sounded mm-hmm. not great because mm-hmm. what have you. I mean, every, like all of us have done great work in games that tanked. All of us have done not so great work in big games. Like there's just, it's just, and, and the thing is, most of it has nothing to do with us. Like yeah. that's what's so crazy about it. There's so many, I can't walk in, you know, and I have 200 lines to get done in two hours and the writing's bad. There's nothing I can do. Like I can't, mm. I can't fix that. I'm just not going to sound good. Yeah, you know, well, it's definitely, like, yeah. I hope that makes sense. That was a total tangent, but I you know, absolutely yeah. agree. No, no, no. I think yeah. um, uh, there's a lot out of your control, and I, you know, when I listen to a performance these days, I I cut the actor a lot more slack. Me too. Because, I'm the same way. I used to because, go, what the heck, and now I'm yeah, like, yeah, nope, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> because you're like, could have been a weird director, could have been yeah. a weird direction, could have been bad script. Could have been oh they were this was just thrust upon them and yep. on the fly or the cha- script was changed so me- or like they just were like like if there's something where like a character is supposed to yell and they're not yelling I'm like that was on the director pretty much that was not on the actor or like, or you know. like whatever localization team just didn't they just didn't communicate or, or yes the correct thing, I don't want to say only only the like, director right maybe the director yeah. was not given the information by the script yeah. you know so there are so many things where I'm like that's probably what happened now. With that said, if an actor is in every single thing they do is not good, then it's like, okay, yeah. maybe there's something yeah. there. But that's very, very rare. Like, you know, usually I'm like, no, I know this actor is good. This was just like something yeah. something was off here. There just comes a point um, where you have to, as they say in Frozen, let it go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I also feel like, too, because, again, I I was worrying and having a lot of anxiety about things that I've now internalized that are completely out of my control. So, mm. I, like, all of my self-worth u- used to come essentially from what I was working on, what I was booking. Mm. And I've realized that that is not good, you know? Yeah, That's not right. a good thing. So I... As 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 excited as I do get about things, I did have to put a little bit of a blockade of a little separation there, um, mm. because so much of it has nothing to to do with me. It's really all about again. It's really all about the work at the end of the day, because that's the only thing that you can you can only bring your A game to whatever table you're at. So I'm curious, what what steps did you take to sort of do that? What you uh, just described, oh, the idea what, what? of sort of blockading yourself and like. You know, oh. not not just putting all your self worth on like, hey, well, these are all the yeah. things I'm in. Mm, I've got I've gotten a lot more choosy about what I I'm very lucky, obviously, but I I I worked I just was nose to the grindstone working on everything anybody ever wanted to book me on for like mm. five years, mm. and this last year I just finally was like, Erica, you're fine. You you don't have to do everything. You don't have to spend eight hours in the booth every day. Sure. So I started to say no. I started to turn things down, and mm. I started I started to go. You know, I, I, there's uh, what what actually makes me happy. Also, I I always want to serve the piece as uh, the piece as best I can. I don't ever want to walk in the booth and be resentful because that's not cool. Yeah. And yeah. that's not that's not serving the piece or the people that I'm with. So 
I just realized that I needed that I needed a break and there's there's more to life than just work. And again, I recognize what a place of privilege I I sit, you mm, know, mm. um in because a lot of people don't don't have that that freedom, but I yeah, I think I just got really tired and I also started to focus more on my interpersonal relationships and realize that at the end of the day all we have is each other. Like all we have is people. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, when I'm on my deathbed, I'm not going to be like, but all these roles I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, I, and I also think it's made me a better actor. I'm not so neurotic about everything all the time anymore. Also, I guess the other thing is too, I feel that in certain arenas of voiceover, I, I've proven what I needed to prove and mm. or at least what I felt I needed to prove, which is dumb. Okay. But I don't okay. I don't feel that I need to prove I can be in a triple A game anymore. That I sure. can carry that I can carry a video game. That I can be in a big animated series. Like I, f- I feel very settled in my craft. Um although to to be to be clear, that doesn't mean that there's no room for improvement that I don't perceive that I have any room for improvement. I just took a six week acting course. Like literally it, like a, it ended a month ago. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm constantly trying to improve but I just I don't feel that that like you know slamming up against a wall never hearing anything not knowing if I'm good you know I I don't I don't feel as a as like frenetic anymore you feel comfortable yeah and it's it's a great feeling and the thing is to be clear I'm not great at everything I do a few things really well I'm I'm very self-aware about you know what what I'm capable of and what and what I can do and and what I'm not so great at um Mm. so that is also a part of settling down it's not like I'm great I can just do everything now I am a jack of all trades like Mm -hmm. not at all but but yeah no I think I think that's very valuable like uh I think this year for me has also and it's in, it's interesting you like um and I've kind of talked about this with other with other uh, guests but it's like you say it's silly or it feels stupid to like say you have to feel like you have to prove yourself but I totally understand that it's like mm-hmm. yeah you you do set up kind of goals for yourself and like you want to be like I can do this and I did or I did earn this on my own you know that sort of mm-hmm. thing and I think for me uh especially this year um I also have become uh, choosier, which, again, like you said, it comes from a place of privilege, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I can't afford to not take every single role that I, you know, if I don't, if I'm not interested in the project, I don't have to do it, right? Yeah. Um, I, I'll only go out for things where either I have a personal investment in it or mm. think it or think the people working on it are cool or whatever. Yeah, is that, like if somebody, someone reached out to me recently um, that I worked on, he was just, he's just part of an insanely good localization team. Every, every time I've worked on a game with him, it's been fantastic experience. He was like, hey, I have this little game. Um, the writing is amazing. We just want to make sure we localize it properly. It's only going to be 35 lines. Can we hit you up? Mm. Uh, and he was like, he was like, I completely understand if not. And I was like, dude, I would do anything for you. Of mm, course. Mm, the mm. fact, even the fact that, how flattering, too, that someone reaches and goes, like, we want you for this little special project that we just want to really kick ass on the localization. Like, for me, that is so fun. Sure, sure. Like, that is, like, that That really made me excited. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and for me, you know, the size of the role doesn't necessarily matter. Uh, no, no. As it is if the character is fun or interesting or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Even if they only have, like, let's say like 30 lines or whatever you know as long as as long as the character isn't just nothing uh mm-hmm. but you know there are there have been sessions i go in where i have like i'll admit maybe low expectations of like oh this seems like it's not going to be like very much at all 
or not mm-hmm. very interesting. And then I often find myself surprised by how much I enjoy it. Like, yeah, if, even of, if it's mm-hmm. like simple shit. But go, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying one of my favorite things is running utility. Like that's my... I love getting brought in for utility on animated series or video games where it's nobody's going to care. Like, I'm not going to announce it, but just going, hey, we have these five weird characters. Mm. Can you just make something up? I'm like, oh, yes, absolutely I can. And um, that's not something any, not any, like every actor can do, you know? Oh, it's like, it's, I'm, it's my favorite. Honestly, a few times, like, there was one game company I went in on incidentals for, and then they cast me as a lead in their next game. Like that, mm. it's a great, it's a great way to get in. It's a low pressure, great way to show people what you got. Like it's funny, I say I'm like nothing to prove, but man, I am a show pony. Like I'm like put me through <laughs> my paces. Like get, give me everything. Well, because the other thing is, it's not even having needing to prove yourself. It's just going, oh my god, let's collaborate. I'm so excited. This writing is so good. Like let's do this. Like let's take this to church. I'm so excited. For sure, that's but how I feel. There is also in this industry, you do. Kind I have to prove yourself oh, yeah. to like uh you know creative people right like like mm-hmm. you know I, I also get called in to do utility stuff right and mm-hmm. if you can show them you can do like five different voices uh, yeah that's very valuable to like Absolutely. show like that's something that they're gonna log yeah. in their mind uh if you come in and you can't do it I mean that's fine but that's you know they're gonna they're gonna have more of a limited I think yeah, perception of what you can bring to the table. Exactly. It's it's you know they they always say if you do one thing really really well that's that's great. Yes. Um but you know you may it may box you in a little bit um to yeah. not at least like work on that versatility. And again, you don't have to do everything. I'd say I do like probably three or four things really well and the rest is just like bastardizations of those things like slight changes to those things mm. and that is kind of where you you like find where you're comfortable i i think it's psychological right like what psycho what psychologies of characters do you understand the best sure. and then go from there um sure. yeah because people are like you do so many voices and i'm like eh. for me it's not really it's not really vocal the, the vote the vocality comes at the very end it's all about the psychology of the character and then whatever comes out of my mouth is kind of what what I guess matches that. Mm. A good example would be like I do Talia Morgana and Zoe in League of Legends, and all of those characters have to be able to talk to each other, fight each other, kill each other, and um, like vocally differentiating them was obviously incredibly important be- yeah. because of that, because they're all in the same in in the same game. But for me, it it was never well. I have to differentiate with them. It was just honestly, Riot's writing is so damn good that I kept auditioning. N- thinking I wouldn't book them because I was like, oh, I'm already Talia. Like, there's, they're not going to book me for another one. But I loved the fucking writing so much in the auditions that I just submitted because mm. I wanted to do the audition. Mm, That's how I know yeah. I'm doing the right job. I legi- I was like, I was like, ah, maybe it'll make him smile. Like, I don't know. But sure. I, I just love the writing so much. I just was like, I want, I need to read these words. <laughs> I need to do, I have an idea. Like, let me do something. I mean, auditions <laughs> can be just fun to do. And I think the best, yeah. way to, the best way to approach them is, um, you know, I, I see a lot of actors and again, this is legitimate, but they are like, oh, I, I, I do like a hundred. It's just, oh, just stressing myself out with a hundred takes. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I do maybe two. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I try to do it like I mean maybe, maybe run through it once, then the second time go with my gut, get into it, send mm-hmm. 
send it don't worry about it it's it, just have fun with it that's how i yeah. try to approach it but. that's the thing too is i've you know auditions don't have to be perfect they exactly. don't have to be they don't have to be you know 100 percent pristine i just do something my, my motto honestly is for god's sakes just do something yes like just do something interesting like I would rather, I literally ha- ha- would rather them listen and go laugh and go, who the fuck is this chick? She's not getting this part, but who was that? Mm. Like, I would rather that than, than them just go, okay, next, next, next. All right. Sure. sure. Like, no, just, I just do something. Like, I think everyone's scared of messing up. And I'm like, no, that space is the space that you're going to do your best work in. Yeah. And then and it will, you know, who knows? Maybe not that character, but a different character. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, too. You know, they'll go. Exa- that's the whole, you know, who who was that? They're not right for this part, but they made me laugh. So mm-hmm. that's good. <laughs> uh, this is going way back, but I had another question. You said dream franchise, but I'd like to hear one more. Mm. Another dream franchise? Another dream franchise. Yeah. Well, I, one of my dream franchises was Naruto. And I am in I, I did some work on. Naruto, mm. just the original series, just some incidentals, and then I'm Sumire and Naruto next gen- or Boruto next generations, and I'm not asking that was awesome. you've achieved, Eric. Uh, uh, well, I, I just I just was excited about that. Uh, no, no, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. But what's yeah. one you haven't done where you're like, I did, would like to be in that? Did I have one last time? No, or? that's why I'm asking you. Oh, oh, uh. See, I'm trying to get some new questions in. I want to be, I want to be in your chair anime, whatever that, whatever it's called. That's the one. That's the do one. Do you be in. actually want to do that? Oh yeah, 100. percent I that looks fun as hell. Uh, uh but I, but I'll, I'll give you another one though. Uh, uh, I like a Bioshock. Oh, I love Bioshock. Mm, so yeah, that's a good answer. Um, okay. Yeah, but Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and, what about and since, you? Since yeah, since you answered, it, I'll have to answer it too. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I said Ace Attorney, so mm. I think my second answer would be, you know, fuck it. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, One Piece. <laughs> I want to be in Ooh. because I'm a yeah yeah. But uh, if you're listening to this, don't tag. Mike, don't tag anybody. That's very tacky. Please do not do that. Do you not know those people at all? I I I have uh I'm I'm not like super close with Mike, but I we I think we have met basically. I know he knows who I am. Uh so, you know. I, I anyway, I just love the property. I'm a big fan of One Piece. That's why. Oh, yeah, and also uh if Helsing like rebooted um, mm, mm, mm. I would die. Honestly, it's so perfect without me in it, though. There's there's certain things that I you know. Just, you, know I, you don't have to say this if you don't want to, but is there a mm. character like let's say let's say it's like just a clean reboot? Oh, Sarah, Sarah's Victoria, or and if I was older, uh, Integra. Mm. But I think Kate, uh, Victoria Harwood and KT Gray did such a good job. I mean, oh, so good, just mm, so good. Mm, mm, it's okay. disgusting how good they are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, any any more qu- topics that we didn't touch on last time? I think it's been a good mix so far. We address yeah, we address some of the best stuff from last time, and mm-hmm. then I, and then we've actually touched on a lot of new stuff. Uh, do you see any or anything you just want to talk about, or anything you see I'm, that from mm, from the submissions? With my special eyes, yeah. um, 
Do you automatically get an attachment to characters you voice? Uh, n- no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it really yeah, depends on the character. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Um, someone said talk about roles you didn't book. Um, but uh, we we can't. I I was just gonna say uh, it happens a lot. Yeah. That's my only commentary on that. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Literally all the time. Yeah. I I I yeah. I'll just say yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm. People are still upset about Majima. I'm still seeing. Yeah, they should yeah. be. Yeah. Um, I don't. Oh, I liked the question last time about how many children could you take on at once, like fight. Oh yeah, I think I said two. Yeah, I also said I also said two. You oh, no, were no, at I said three. three. I said three. You said three. I said two. Conservatively, we said what nine year olds? Yeah, nine year olds yeah. are like a good average. Yeah. Yeah. Um. How about how about this question then? Um, mm. Are there any roles you've done that you know, like almost nobody like listened to or played or whatever? But you're like, that was really cool work, uh, underrated mm. work, I guess. Like you're like, you know, this didn't like get like a huge audience. Is there anything I like that I've- for you? I think Mordred is a really popular character, but I don't think that Fate Apocrypha was a super, like, popular series in the realm of mm, fate. Okay. Uh, so I I think it's some of my best work I've done. Uh, it feels Mordred feels very close to the chest for me. Um, so yeah, that's some of my favorite work I've done for sure. Uh, what what else? There's there are random incidentals and tons of things. Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm, like, I'm talking just like yeah. even if it was like like it doesn't necessarily mm. be specifically be an incidental, but something like that where it's like you know that was like a really good session or like really I, yeah. cool work, but just nobody really knows about it. Yeah, like the la- I would say I, d- I did some really cool stuff in the last like Darksiders game. Mm. Uh, I got to do some incidentals that were super cool. Nothing super specific is coming to mind right now, but I do remember that being a really good session, and I was just doing incidentals. Mm. Um, you know, because yeah, because you know if if you're incident like I don't put less emotional energy into an incidental. Yeah, absolutely not. Right. You know, than I than I would anything else. Um, so I think there there was there are some times where I'll be doing one and you know I'll start crying because the incidental is a civilian and is begging whoever not to kill them. Like mm. I remember working on Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. I did a lot of sessions on that game. It was one of the first AAA franchises I ever booked, and nobody's gonna know. I was just a bunch of different characters, but I remember there was one day where they they needed me to do somebody who was literally like begging from their for their life, and mm. I I immediately went you know went there and I did it and it was nobody's gonna know it was me and no one's gonna know like the emotional like you know gravity of what I did but it was to serve the peace right oh here's a good one I did like two years worth of sessions on the last of us the last Mm. of us part two Mm -hmm. and I was just a I never even had a name my character didn't have a name Mm -hmm. but I had to it was those were some of the most like emotionally draining sessions I've done like you know you're, we're choking on blood we're finding our dog mm. dead we're killing people we're not good people we were the militia okay and I probably did conservatively 30 sessions on that game mm. and a lot of it is saying not so nice things and sure. but it was really all in contribution to the atmosphere of the game which is totally cool because it's like it's not about you like again you don't always get to do, be like the cool guy Sometimes yeah. you have to be the mean person who's saying really ugly things. Right, right, right. Um, 
Yeah, but that that was a good example. Um, we really, Erica Luttrell and I were we were partnered for the records, and we really put ourselves through the ringer on that. Naughty Dog was great, but it was just you know you're set on fire for however many seconds. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. you've been you have you had your leg hacked off. Now you've had your throat slit. Like they wanted it all to be really real, and mm-hmm. we made it. By God, we made it real. So yeah, and, and that's nobody's going to be like, wow, Erica, your militia member A was so incredible. Mm. Um, but you yeah. served as part of a bigger picture. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And Sometimes you put it's in, good to be, yeah. And you did good shit. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. I was like, good shit. Good shit, Limbeck. Like, you did a good job. You did mm. the thing. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, on my end, uh, uh, aside from incidental stuff, which, you know, I, I think there's some incident, like, like you said, utility stuff is really fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say there's one thing I did that I thought was a really fun just experience where um, I did a this was like a dramatic podcast like and it had and this podcast Ooh. had like a bunch of huge names in it like you know Alfred Molina like you know each episode of it was like a different people or whatever and uh, the one I was in I was the lead and I was with I don't know if you know Deborah Ann Wall. Uh, oh my god yes yeah. she was in true blood she's yeah, yeah. amazing so it was me and her in the booth together as like as like the main couple and we actually had to do like you know like because uh, the way they recorded it was like they recorded the sounds in the room too like walking and like like us mm. embracing and stuff and so it was like this weird meld <laughs> of like voiceover but also we we're like kind of acting it out too and I I was very ha- it was it's like a very sweet just kind of like uh sort of because the whole concept of it it was it's called like flight zero zero eight and it was like hmm. oh on um, this flight suddenly disappeared and appeared later like fifty years later or not fifty years later like like Ooh. twenty years later and each episode is like a different story from so like from this passenger what happened to this passenger what was their life like and I was one of the passengers oh that's um, so cool it was very cool I don't think. I don't know if anyone really listened to it, but it was like it was a yeah. it was a full SAG production, obviously, and I had mm-hmm. all these names in it. Um, and it was just I walked out of it. I was like, that was really fucking cool. I don't know. If yeah. any, I don't know if anyone listened to it, though. And the but, thing and the good thing is, too, but that shows that you your enjoyment is not contingent upon how many people tell you you did a good job. Absolutely like your enjoyment yeah. of your craft, which yeah. I think is that that honestly means that if, if we can experience that at least most of the time, then we've won. Like you have an actual job in the entertainment industry that you enjoy independent of accolade. Yeah. Like I. Which is. Mm, yeah. No, yeah. For me. And I kind of touched on this last time, and I've talked about this in the past, but if I went into this pursued voice acting because I wanted fame or recognition or whatever, mm-hmm. I got that from YouTube on accident, unwillingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for unwillingly, me, and, and I love that. I, it's unwillingly. It's I, I, to be perfectly frank, if I could be like a, like a. I'm sure you know Tom Kane, right? Like one of the most, you know, he's a 40 years career. Like he just, I think he lives in like Kentucky now, just records from home. He doesn't, no one knows, not no one knows his face, but he's not known for his face. And he, he just gets to be a, one of the most successful voice actors. Um, if I could just have anonymity, but be a prolific voice actor. 
Oh yeah, uh, it's th- amazing. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Like um That's that's actually I was talking about that. I was like if somebody told me tomorrow that I needed to nuke all of my social media accounts but I could still do what I was doing, I would absolutely do it. Like no question. I would not care. I would just nuke all of my you're more My you're nobler presence. than I because I love social media. I love no, I, lo- I, I love, love it. It's fine. I love shit posting. But if I had if <laughs> I had to choose, no, no. If I had to choose, yeah, yeah no, I I, I would mm-hmm. have to give it up. But um, yeah, yeah no. Oh, for, what's the? Oh, oh go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. Go, go ahead. I yeah. was just gonna ask, what is the best kind of bread? Because someone asked that. I think we both landed. We on both sourdough. landed on sourdough. Yeah. I used to be multigrain, but now, man, a sourdough coming up. Multigrain coming up. No, you're mm-hmm. okay. You you. Took a step up, yeah. Sourdough is way better than multigrain. Uh, but yeah, I was just gonna say, like for me, I genuinely love doing the work, even if it's incidentals. Like I have, I just have fucking fun, and you know, when I'm in the in the booth, and mm-hmm. even like I'll go in for just like you're person A, and you're yeah. There's not even lines. You're just doing efforts, and it's a fight. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you get to watch a cool animation, and you get to you know. I don't, I'm not like, I, how dare they, you know, bring me in for, I should have a bigger, like, who cares? Like, for me, it was fun. It was fun. I got paid to do something that, like, when I was a kid, like, when I was in high school, I was like, if I could do anything, if I could do one of the things you've done, I would kill. Like, that's, like, it's an impossible dream. So for me, I'm, like, living this impossible dream that I'm pretty sure I'm going to wake up from. Like, maybe after this podcast, I'm going to wake up and I'm, yeah. like, like se- I'm sure. 17 yeah. or whatever. And it's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know. No, I'm- totally. I agree. And, and actually, we talked about this last time, and I just want to say uh, there's also, you know, the aspect of, like, working with people, even on little things, working with people that worked on things that you played as a kid, like working mm-hmm. with the team on on Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. I used to play a ton of Modern Warfare 2. I've worked with some of the sound team, the audio team that worked on the original Bioshock. I've worked with a writer that wrote on Assassin's Creed 2 and a director that directed on Assassin's Creed 2. Like I've worked with Roger Craig Smith, who's a, like it's little things like that, or he was Ezio in, in mm-hmm, AC2. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff is just so special, you know. Just being in the same breathing space as those people, yeah, is yeah. insane. I mean, working with any actor in the same space as a voice actor is so much fun. Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah, like not to, that that's going to happen again anytime soon, but yes. Yeah, yeah. But even if it's a Zoom call, even if it's a Zoom call for me, I still, mm-hmm. I, I still enjoy it. But it, exactly. Yeah. Um, is there? Any last things you want to touch on? Uh, we're at, we're at around the hour mark. Is there I don't anything? I think so. Nothing I think I'm at good. all. You good? You what? don't want to talk to is me there... anymore? Okay, that's fine. No, I no, I love talking to you. Well, well, is there anything that you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, nothing's coming to mind. But if there was one, just this is. Hmm. There's nothing else on the tweets that looked uh, like we could that hasn't been covered already, or you wanted particularly to particularly spicy. Particularly no, spicy. Not, not, it's just a bunch of people chastising me for not recording the episode. Uh, by the way, you are recording, right? Yes, I yes, I'm recording. Okay, good, good to know, good to know. Um, then you know what? We can just leave it here then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, as much as I've teased you, like I listen, sitting down to talk to you twice in like a week is <laughs> it's a joy. Like I, I it's love... really a birthday present for the ages. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, where can people find you? 
Uh, just Erica Lindbeck. It's E-R-I-C-A-L-I-N-D-B-E-C-K on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. 